Blog Talk Radio. Blog Talk Radio. Is up to you. The 
do Yahweh's will, keep that Sabbath day, because one thing about it, the blessing is in keeping what's written in the Bible, the way he got it written in the Bible. It's top part of the Sabbath day. Count one, two, three, four, five, six. From North Carolina all the way to Chicago is on the radio. So keep that in your mind. Top five of the seven days. So we can go and get off in some before the elder come on and he tell you all about the broadcast. But Mother D.F. Israel said, listen, listen, see, you know, I understand. I heard the message. I know I got to get in and I got to get in. I got to be the first one in, last one out. I understand this. I understand this thing. I want my blessing because I got to be the one that, Show others how you get the blessing is how you bring your A game each and every night. Each any time when the book open up, you bring your A game to Dust says Yahweh. You put the best spirit that you got available in Dust says Yahweh, and and he gonna bless you for it. Tell you like it is. So we gonna go straight and get something going on with Mother D up Israel on top part of the Sabbath day, and and when. The elders come on, and those who else can participate in the top part of the seven day will, will go from there. But one thing about it, the foxtails have been lit. The curtain has went up. And all we got to do now is organize. And Yahweh is going, he's going to intervene. He got a ring, I'm going to intervene. But he want to know one thing. Well, if he come today, how would he catch you? So um, before we um, hear some Luke 12, 12, Mother Deb Israel, and, and before we even bring you on and say some dust says Yahweh, see, I'm always anxious to take care of Yahweh's business because he showed me exactly the outcome of this thing through the pages of the book. So if you don't mind, just give me a, I want to shoot from the hip, Mother, in the book of Luke. I'm going to shoot one verse from the hip, 18, verse 8. Then we're going to go and get us some Luke 12, 12, and everything else. But it's something about Luke chapter 18, verse 8. I just want to shoot from the hip, Mother D.F. Israel. I'm shooting from the uh-huh. hip now. So, Luke, and Luke chapter 18, verse 8, can you can you bring that for the nice and order? they already packed in everywhere. So just bring me that to Luke chapter 18, verse 8. Before we even get some, Luke chapter 12, verse 12, what it says in Luke chapter 18, verse 8. What it say that, Mother D.F. Israel? Luke chapter 18, verse 8. I tell you that he will avenge them speedily. Nevertheless, when the Son of Man comes, Shall he find the covenant on the earth? The law. That's a question he asked him. He said, okay. He said, I, I hear you crying day and night for me to come and take care of those that got, that got that uh, big boot on you. He said, but suppose I come today. Suppose I come tomorrow. Will I find you, the people of the book, doing my covenant? That's what he asked him. If he did come, because he's no respected person. So if he came today, 
or tomorrow, how will he find you on the international side? Will he find you keeping the covenant? That's all he asking. That's the question that's on the table. Oh, I want, I want the mighty one to come on, come on, come on. Okay. If he did come, how would he catch you? Huh? How would he catch you? Doing the covenant or talking smack? There it is. Hey, so when you meet the most out of Cap One and Loud Voice, you said, Mother DF Israel, Yaqua Future LC Royal. Yaqua bless you, Sir Israel of C Royal. Hallelujah. Luke chapter 12, verse 12. Let's get something going on there, Mother DF Israel. Let's get up some Luke 12, 12 going on. And let's see which way you want to take this top part of Sabbath day coming out of Camp 1. Luke, chapter 12, verse 12. What does it say that, Mother Dear of Israel? Luke, chapter 12, verse 12. For the righteous spirit shall teach you in the same hour what you ought to say. Excellent. In that very same hour, the righteous spirit will teach you what you ought to say. Now, Mother of Israel, we've had a lot of calls. We've done a lot of conversations with those over there in the land of Mexico. And we got a lot of information. But like I told you, you know, it's hard for me to have a dialect without the spirit of Yahweh working with me. So I just can't turn him on when I get ready. So the question that you, you asked me, I'd like to just throw them on the table as the spirit of Yahweh give it to me. I got a lot of they got a lot of questions. But what we trying to say to those of the northern kingdom that was let's go find Dad for a minute, mother. Let's go back let's go back to Genesis and find out who is Dad. Ishakar, we find out we know Ishakar is now I'm going to find out about Gad. I want to run to Genesis, mother, and take a look at this um, tribe. You got your, you got your, you got your, your twelve chart where you can look on your piece of paper and tell me who, what name Gad is under today, mother. Can you uh, look on your piece of paper, your handout, and tell old Seer and the national audience who is Gad? What is he called today? Gad. G-A-D. Uh, can you get to your um, handout, Mother D.F. Israel, and, and tell the national order who is Gad today and what name is he up under? Come on. Uh, on the handout, it says yeah, Gad. Yeah, on the handout, yeah. Can you look, yeah. can you look down and tell the national audience, who is Gad? Who is Gad today? Yeah. Who, is the, who is the tribe of Gad today? Then we'll go in the Bible we're going to peep at something. Then we're just going to um, take care of a little business there, Mother Deb Israel, which, the way Yahweh wants to go. So we want to look at the tribe of Gad. Who is Gad today, Mother? Can you help the national audience out and those here? Because we're trying to. Lay a little foundation, but I need to know who Gad is. 
So can you tell the national audience, according to the Twitter chart handout, who is the tribe of Gad today? Come on. Okay, Gad. Uh, North America, Indian, and 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 can can I can't even say who that is. Uh, let me look at my other. One. Uh, on my other one is again Native um, American Indian. So Gad, so Gad is what you call, according to your twelve shot handout, is the American Indian. Is, yeah. Is that correct, mother? Yeah. That's that's who Gad is. Okay, he's American Indian. Okay, now. Okay, but what do we say in Deuteronomy 28:37, Mother? What do we say, Mother dear of Israel? What do the Bible say in Deuteronomy 28:37? What does that say? Um, Deuteronomy chapter 28, verse 37. Um, yes. It says, and thou shalt become an astonishment, a proverb, and a byword among all the nations, whether Yahweh shall lead you. Uh-huh. So when, when we say God is the American Indian, According to what you just got to read, what is Gad along with the other eleven tribes? What what have they become, Mother? Become an astonishment, a proverb, and a byword among all nations. Among all nations, see that? See they become astonishment. But I'm gonna tell you something about old Gad, Mother. It's something I want to talk about. Well, I wait until some more, some more come on the broadcast to get in where they fit in at. But I won't talk about Gad. But so Gad is along with all the rest of the tribes. It's a proverb and a byword. Every last one of them, they are a proverb and a byword, mother. Yeah. But it was prophesied that what's going to happen to them. And 32, 26, what was prophesied to happen to all 12 tribes, mother? And Deuteronomy 32, verse 26, what was prophesied? Let's, let's talk about it. Go ahead, mother. 32, 26. Deuteronomy, chapter 32, verse 26. I said, I will scatter them into corners. I, I will make the remembrance of them to cease from among men. Okay. So, so mother, I have been one of the most out of camp one. In, in your eyes, have that happened to the children of Israel? Have they been scattered and have... Yeah. Have have them. Wait, wait, let's see. Get his, get his dogs out now. 
and have pickle. We 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 try to. We gotta wake him up, mother. So now, have that prophecy of thirty-two twenty-six. Have that came to pass where the twelve tribes yeah. of Israel have they been scattered and have yeah. the remembrance them being who they are, have that deceased from among men. Has that happened, Mother? Yes. Wait, well, the word I want to, the word I want to hear is hallelujah for the mass and all To kind of work with those say a little bit, Mother DFS, right? What I want to hear is a hallelujah See, that let, that, see, because you know what we do, Mother, in um, St. John 3, Verse 11, what what do we do, Mother, in St. John 3, verse 11? Okay. St. John, John 3, 11. What, we, mm-hmm. yeah, what, what do we do, Mother? Okay. St. John, chapter 3, verse 11. St. John, chapter 3, verse 11. Truly, truly, I say unto you, we speak that we do know and testify that we have seen. And you receive not, you receive not our witness. Of a true Israelite, so 
And Isaiah chapter 1, Mother, on the top part of the Sabbath day, we live. Remember, every Friday class, we come on at 7.30 to 10.30, live. All the regular days until another feast day will be at 6 o'clock. And no classes on Tuesday unless you want to go to and listen to the young lines on Pal Talk at 8 o'clock until all your questions that you want to ask them is over with. But every broadcast now will be on it. But tomorrow, we come back on here at 2 o'clock tomorrow, regular time. And remember one thing. According to the world, time is going to go back or something sometime before this week is out. So that means the following classes that's live in the 6th and morning camps, if you come in about 12... All classes starts from South Carolina to Chicago at about 12 o'clock. But if you mess around and drag your feet and you at about 2.30 or 3 o'clock and you throw it coming in, and guess what? It's going to get dark. It's going to be dark fast. And remember, when it gets dark, the class over with. So we might, the best you might do is 2 to 5. And after 5 o'clock, it's going to be getting dark. Because this man going to get in there and tinker with the time and have it where you can't see nothing. So don't be dragging your feet on the Sabbath day. If you want to hear some dust fans, you all right, better get on, better, better start running. Mm-hmm. So, Mother, we're going to find out who have left their name for a curse. That's what we're going to do right now. So in Isaiah chapter 1, verse 3 down to verse 8, Remember, the national order, they the one that we are catering to. We ain't doing it for ourselves. We're doing it for them, and it will show soundly that you have left your name for a curse. You respond to every name on that chart that mother's reading, but all the names, it's a curse name to you. And y'all watch it continue to deliver you up until you understand your birth name that Yahweh gave you, you must put it at the end of your name when you communicate with anybody. You ain't got to go down and ask the, that the government do anything, but at the end of your name, you put Israel. Now, what you're doing down, you're putting a blessing on your conversation because Yahweh loves to hear his sons and daughters communicate by using the name Israel. He loved that. Like um, Sister B.S.J. Israel. See that? Sister B.S.J. Israel. Judah Israel. See that? And her name is Israel. See? What you're doing, you pointing yourself back to the son, and the son saying, Father, look at they, They're catching it. They, they're getting their name right. Once you get your name right, you can get the program right. And then then once you get the program right, you're going to stop doing things that cause problems. Do you know, do you know um, pain medicine also causes problems to your body? Pain medicine. You take pain medicine? Do you know the pain medicine causes problems to your body too? It might put something to sleep, but you're going to wake up something else. Pain mm-hmm. medicine causes problems to your body, too. 
Mm-hmm. Oh, I need some pain medicine. Okay, guess what? It might help that pain, but it's going to cause another problem somewhere else. That's why mm-hmm. I'm trying to tell you, listen, we got a lot of work to do. But if you pay attention to the bosses of the tourists like the six and on the camps, we're going to help you. I understand when you go and, and see Doc Cook and he give you pain medicine, pain medicine cause another effect on something other part in your body, pain medicine. So what you do, you got to pay attention. And we're going to tell you everything. But now we're getting back to whoever lost their identity in uh, Isaiah 1, 3, 9, verse 8. Take your time, Lord. Put some spirit in it and come on. Isaiah chapter 1, verse 3 to 8. Yes. Okay. Isaiah chapter 1, verse 3. The ox knows his owner, and the ass his master's crib. But Israel does not know. My people does not consider. Verse 4. Ha. Sinful nation, a people laden with sins, a seed of evildoers, children that are corruptors. They have forsaken Yahweh. They have provoked the righteous one of Israel unto anger. They are gone away backwards. Verse 5. Why should you be stricken anymore? You will revolt more and more. The whole head is sick and the whole mind is faint. Verse 6. From the sole of the foot even unto the head, there is no soundness in it but wounds and bruises and purifying sores. They have not been close, neither uh, bound up, neither mortified with ornament. Verse 7, your country is desolate. Your city is burned with fire. Your land, strangers, devour it in your presence, and it is desolate as overthrown by strangers, verse 8. And, do- and, and the daughters of Judah is left as a cottage in the vineyard, as a log in a garden, and Cucumbers, what is it, that cucumber? Cucumbers as a besieged city. Mm-hmm. Now, now, Mother, we got a lot of time. You, you, you want to comment on that, Mother? You want to comment on what you just got through reading three down to verse eight? Do you want to make a statement on what you just got? Now you read it, and do you want to make any kind of statement about the people that's um? That's going to be a byword and a proverb. Now you know who they are. But according to what you just got through reading, 3 9 and verse 8, do you want to make any kind of statement to the national audience pertaining to that? To the national audience, do you want to 
What mother? That's what you said at first. That's where I'm at. Six thirty-two. Okay. All right. Bring it out for the national audience. Second Chronicles, chapter six, verse thirty-two. Moreover, considering the stranger, which is not of your people Israel, but is come from concerning. a hold on, mother. Concerning. Concerning. Come on back to the stop that again. Huh? Read again. Read again. Concerning. That's, that's what I said. Uh, Second Chronicles six thirty two. Moreover, concerning the stranger, which is not of your people Israel, but is come from a far country. For they, for your great name, sake, and so, thou mighty hand. Hey, mother, hey, mother, that's good right there. That's good right there. The fourth, we, we just brought out the strangers that in your land, they are not who. Who is they not, according to that verse? You want to jump in there, Sister Sarah? They not Israel. They not Israel. So the ones in the land is not Israel. So those that what's going on in the land of Israel, them is strangers over there, and they not Israel. That's the point mm-hmm. we make. People over in the land today is not Israel. Okay, they call themselves Israelis. But according to the Bible, the people of the land is not not Israel. So, um, and if that's the case, if they're not Israel, then we got to find out, Sister Sarah. Well, who are they? They're not Israel. Well, who is who is that in the land? They're not Israel. We're going to the book, hey, Sister Sarah. Let's turn and look at first of all. Let's meet and greet some Sister Sarah. She live at Camp One. So Sister Sarah, one of the sisters out of Camp Number One. I'm gonna say with a loud voice, Yaqua B J C Ray. Now Sister Sarah, so strangers is in the land. I need to know in the book of Joel. Chapter 3, well, who is these strangers in the land of Israel? I need to know, well, who is these strangers? In the book of Joel, they're going to tell us something. In Joel chapter 3, we're going to find out something along the way. Let's find out and pick up verse 3. Let's find out what's going on that we need to know. In the book of Joel, chapter 3, and we'll take it down to verse number 9. Let's see what we can get out of this. Joel 3, 3 down to verse 9. We live at camp 1, remember 2, 3, 4, 5, 6. From South Carolina all the way to Chicago, we live. And if you want to get in where you've been in there, call the International Line, 224-600-5579, and get in where you've been in at. I would you know I do. Y'all want thing about it? The blessing is on you to receive it. 
And you can't receive it the way you want to receive it. You got to receive the way Yahweh got written in his Bible. So now, Sister Sarah going to pick up at Joel 3, and we're going to read all the way down to verse 9. You're on the clock. Come on. Going to the book of Joel, reading chapter 3, verse 3 down to verse 9. Verse 3 reads, And they have cast lots for my people, and had given a boy for a harlot, and sold a girl for wine, that they might drink. Verse 4. Yea, and what have you to do with me, O Tyree and Zidon, and all the coast of Palestine? Right there. And, 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 Lebanon. Okay. Good. I'm going to read them up. Will you render me a recompense? He said, he said, will you pay me, will you pay me back? He asked all the nations that have been hijacked the land of Israel today. He said, will you pay me back? What he said next. And if you recompense me, pay me back swiftly and speedily, will I return your recompense upon your own head? Now, what are you saying now? He said, let me tell you something. If you did pay me back, as soon as you start trying to come clean, that's when I'm going to drop the bomb on everybody. He said, since y'all have done, done so much, on food, the children of Israel, but they waking up now. He said, y'all can't come clean. He said, you Arabs, you can't come clean. Because you Arabs is more, it's just as guilty as anybody else. Because the Arabs dump a, a, um, a, a mother dear of Israel. The Arabs dump some things way back in Genesis, mother. There are some things in Genesis that only forces of the true Israelites know. So they can't pick. Can't nobody come clean. So stop. you watching that one eye thing, and you worry about who's going to come clean. They can't come clean. Because they know these scriptures better than you know it. If they come clean, Yahweh's going to drop the bomb on them. So, so once that love in and kiss in come in and all that kissing and hugging, Ain't number trouble. Matter of fact, we're gonna precept that in, in Thessalonians five verse one, and we're gonna precept that. But let me show you why why the Arabs can't come clean. They can't come clean. The Arabs can't come clean, mother. We're gonna find out why for the national orders. Don't look for the Arabs to come clean, neither. And like I said, and we ain't we ain't on nobody's side. We on Yahweh's side. But they got what they got going on in the land over there. We ain't on nobody's side. We're on the side of Yahweh because it's a prophecy. What you see now is prophecy unfolding. And we're going to break it all down next week and show you soundly. We're going to give you a you tune in with big ears, little mouth, and take notes. We're going to break down end time prophecy and show you why they can't come clean, how they're going to get together and do what they got to do. We're going to go with this Bible next week. 
and break all break it down and show you what they're gonna do in advance before they even know that what they're gonna do. But we got it like that. Why? Because we'll show you why we got it like that. We'll show you in a minute too. But right now, we go and look in the book of Genesis and find out why they can't come clean. That's what we're looking for right now. Now, we can go look at the Genesis 30 step. And we'll look right now at verse number 28. Let me show you why the Arab man can't come clean. Because he got he to gotta do something to come clean. In Genesis 37, 28, Mother dear of Israel, take your time and bring that, bring that verse out. We're looking for Genesis 37, verse 28. That Mother dear of Israel, come on. Genesis 37, 28. Okay. Genesis 37, verse 28. Then there passed by midnight merchantmen, and they drew and lifted up Joseph out of the pit and sold Joseph to the Ishmaelites for 20 pieces of silver. And they brought Joseph into Egypt. So, the Midianites, the Midianites, told Joseph, the Israelites, and the Israelites brought Joseph, and then they brought him to Egypt. So, you see that? The Midianites and the Israelites tag teams, and the Midianites bought Joseph for 20 pieces of silver. Then they brought him to Egypt and sold him there. See, slave trade been going on a long, long time ago. See, all you, all you talk about this, the Atlantic slave trade <laughs> and what the white man and the white woman did. But do you always forget about these ones that call themselves Arabs? And the word Arab is not a nationality. You got to be called by a Bible name. They are the Ishmaelites. Hallelujah. Well. The Ishmaelites is what you call the Arabs. Ishmaelites. Arab, definition of Arab only means a wanderer. Mm-hmm. That's all that word means. It's not a nationality. See, we didn't do everywhere, but now it's time for the curve to be unfold and read back. So, the Ishmaelites, they got to repent. Because they want so they want bought Joseph for twenty pieces of silver. And they then they taken Joseph down to Egypt and sold him for a high price. See that? And then they do with they catfish to you? They buy a catfish for a little nothing, and they sell it to you for a higher price. And they buy that hog, they 
tell you, if you go in their store, we got some great haul for you. Center court pork chops. Great haul. Okay? You don't even want to test the haul, but you'll sell it to them. You see that? You see what kind of deal they cut? I 
go on and on because we don't understand the record of the Bible. The leaders that you pick today, it ain't the ones in the Bible, the ones in the Bible, they're going to make a Bible decision and then stand on it. We'll take a look at that too. We'll, we'll do all that in the next 30 minutes. I'm going to pass over to the young line. And remember, only two for the next two weeks, we're going to break down everything that's going on all over the world. And we're going to lay it before you on the page of the book. Ain't nothing going on. When do I watch that one I say? I don't watch that one I say. What do I watch that for? All these good books. I know who's guilty and who's not guilty. Case in point, back to Sister Sarah and Joel. Now we found out that the modern day, the modern day, um, they call them again, Sister Sarah, what's their name again? Libyans. They, 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 they live in that, I mean, they, yeah, land of Lebanon, the whole in the land of Lebanon today. Um, what we at? One verse. What we at? One verse. From Tyree and Zidon. Yeah, right. That's right. That's who they are today. See, they're not the Canaanite name. Everybody's taking the name. See, when the Canaanites ran out of the land, they were well. You have to Mandela in South America somewhere.
This, this, the voice be going in and out, so I can't hear. That's why I'm, I'm asking you to repeat. Daniel chapter Daniel, 6, verse number 3. Daniel 6, three. That's all six, three. Yes, ma'am. Okay. Daniel chapter 6, verse 3. Huh? You say Daniel 6, verse 3? Take off, mother. All right. Daniel chapter 6, verse 3. Then this Daniel was preferred above the president and prince because an excellent spirit was in him. And... The king thought to send to set him over the whole realm. Yeah, but, but, but because of what? Why did the king want to do all that, Malachi? Because of what? Why did the king <laughs> want to do all that good stuff to Daniel? According to six verse three. Why? Why?
For when they shall say, peace and safety, then sudden destruction comes upon them, and travail upon a woman with child, and they shall not escape. You see that? That's why they can't come from it. Watch the door saying all the nations get together. All the hidden hands that's being revealed by the force of a true life. And you watch them throw having knees on the on the network and everybody's kicking hands, spitting and grinning. Then you don't understand the Bible says that certain destructions is gonna fall down on their head. That's why I'm gonna kick in back the sign for you to understand. Don't let them get all the stuff together. Get all the pieces of grievance. Everything skinning and grinning, then y'all have to cash in. Read some up. Verse number four. But you, brothers, are not in darkness, that that day should overtake you as a thief. Verse five. You are all the children of light mm-hmm. and the children of the day. We are not of the night nor of darkness. Yes. Verse 6. Therefore, let us not sleep as do us, but let us watch and be sober. Mm-hmm. Verse 7. For they that sleep, sleep in the night, and they that be drunken are drunken in the night. Mm-hmm. Verse 8. But let us who are of the day be sober, putting on the breastplate of faith, the covenant, and love, and for in helmet, the hope of salvation. Mm-hmm. The hope of salvation, I'm glad. Verse 9. For Yahweh have not appointed us to wrath. No, he didn't appoint, no, he didn't appoint us to wrath. We, we just cracked out and, and got off got off in this thing by being just on this. Yeah. That was his plan for you. To put you in this in, in this rap thing you up under now. No, you just crap your way off in it by being disobedient. You know, you you offend for lazy, you don't need no covenant. You don't do nothing in the Bible tell you do. So yeah, that's why you 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 going through what you're going through. Oh yeah. Well let us who are the day be so I mean, verse number nine. For Yahweh have not appointed us to wrath, but to obtain salvation by our Yahweh the Son. Mm-hmm. Verse 10. Who died for us, that whether we wake or sleep, we should live together with him. So now, so, and what we thought we doing, now listen good, Nationalist. So what we going to be doing right now? Verse 11. Wherefore, cover yourself together and edify one another, even as also you do. You said edify one another, and that's what we come on that way to do, edify you. And we come on this broadcast to edify you. We come to edify one another, let you know that both sides is guilty. Because now one of them belongs in the land of Israel. I come back to the series real with more. Where, where you got off on? This is Joel, chapter 3, verse 7. Verse 7 reads, What? Be ho, 
brother, you have sold them, and we return your recompense upon your own head. You see what he's going to do? He's going to raise those up where you have sold with them. And he, that's why they can't come great. They raise them up now. They raise them up right now. And once we get raised up, what do you say he's going to do? Now, once we get, what do you say he's going to do? Return what? your recompense upon your own head. He's going to return the recompense upon your own head. So that's why you got to understand something, sitting on the camp. you got to learn the Bible. That's why it's waiting to turn the recompense upon their own head after you raised up. So but you got to know, you got to know more details than you know exactly what you got to see and happen. For y'all to kick in. You got to be raised up. You got to understand what the Bible is saying. You got to understand how important these Saturdays, these feast days. You got to understand how important it is to have your fringes on. In season, out of season. Outside, inside. If you, you know, if you really, if you really want to get out with it, throw them up on your, your sleeping clothes at night. There you go. All right. I got friends going everywhere. Probably gave me a tingle. Who else? You know what I'm saying, though? You got to have an extra spirit, and you got to give it all you got. For Yahweh is sitting, waiting, he's ready to intervene. He's ready to, but he got to make this thing happen. And all the next two weeks, they're going to lay it out like a cheap suit. Exactly what's going on in the land before they even make their move. We can tell you what they're going to do, how they're going to do it, and how what the outcome comes. We're going to tell you all right in advance. It's up to you. But you got to tighten up on your backstroke. For real now. Verse 8. I will sell your sons and your daughters into the hand of the children of Yadda Judah, mm-hmm. and they shall sell them to the Sabians. Sabians. To a people far off, for the Yahweh has spoken it. Verse 9. Proclaim you, this among the Gentiles, prepare war. Wake up the mighty men, let all the men of war draw near. Let them come up. Mm -hmm. So, this got to be told to the Gentiles. This got to be told to the Gentiles. In this case, Gentiles mean an other nations now. Other nations got to know that we know exactly how this thing unfolds. And we also know a melody of Israel. We also know mm-hmm. the Isaiah 17, a melody of Israel. We also know something else in Isaiah 54, 17, melody of Israel. What else, what else do we know? Isaiah fifty four seventeen. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Isaiah fifty four seventeen. Isaiah fifty four seventeen. No weapon that is formed against you shall prosper, and every tongue that shall rise against you in judgment, thou shalt condemn. This is the heritage of the servant of Yahweh, and their righteousness 
is of me, says Yahweh. in their arena 
and it tells you right now those in leadership are welcome to his life. Always be aware of the stranger of someone coming by that once been there with you, now he got his fat mouth or her fat mouth going. Understand it's easy to be influenced. All they got to do is drop a suitcase before you, and then you will start speaking in tongues when you see what's in that suitcase. Everything you don't know, you're going to tell. So understand it's going to happen. Stand your mind. So don't get, don't get caught up by the love of money or position or I want to help take them down. And see, this is the same thing happens when Herman came over to the land of South America. It was already a dispute was going on there about interpreters. Uh, Montezuma was the head man. He had a policy going on, but the tribes among him said that you taxed us too hard. We, we, we bring you too much corn, wine, and oil, and all that kind of stuff. And Cortez played on that and put the enemy that was against Montezuma and told them, we will help you fight against your brothers and then we'll give the land to you. Get out of the life in the pits of hell. See, if you understand the scripture, Yahweh told you what not to do in advance of the Bible. It tells you plainly in Sarat, young lines, chapter 12, 10 through 18. It tells you plain. But before you read Sarat 12, 10 through 18, uh, read 55, 1, 2, 3, of uh, Psalm. See, the Bible tells you in advance what they're going to do before they do it. So in Isaiah, I mean in Psalm 55, verse 20 down to verse 23, Sister Sarah, let's see what we can come out of. Psalm 55, verse 20 to 23. What can we get out of them three verses? Come on. Go into the book of Psalms. Chapter 5, reading verse 20 down to 23. 55, 5, 5. Book of Psalms, chapter 55, verse 20 down to 23. 23. He hath put forth his hands against such as be at peace with him. He hath broken his covenant. Verse 21. The words of his mouth were smoother than butter. But war was in his mind. His words were softer than oil, yet were they drawn swords. Verse 22. Cast thy burden upon the Yahweh, and he shall sustain you. He shall never suffer the righteous to be moved. Verse 23. But thou, O Yahweh, shall bring them down into the pit of destruction, bloody, and deceitful men shall not live out half their days. But I would trust in you. Yeah. So uh, when Herman Court 
coming of Cortez. They knew, but it got away from them by going off in their own wickedness. When the enemy came, speaking sweet, he had warned his mind from the get-go because he heard about the gold that did the car send his head. So he got the neighboring country, countrymen of the same bloodline to help team up with him. Show me where he is. Remember, they, they didn't know where he was at. But you always going to have somebody to show them where you at. You see that? And that, and that goes on today. Well, can you give me something on somebody? You know, we make it worth your while. Understanding fail not. 
and consumed you in your pity. And there came down fire from heaven and consumed him in his pity. Verse number 11. Again also, he sent unto him another captain of fifty with his pity. And he answered and said unto him, O man of Yahweh, thus has the, thus has the king said, Come down quick. Verse 12. And Elijah the seer answered and said unto them, If I be a man of Yahweh, let fire come down from heaven and consume you in your fifty. And the fire of Yahweh came down from heaven and consumed him in his fifty. Verse 13. And he sent again a captain of the third fifty with his fifty. And the third captain of fifty went up and came and fell on his knees before Elijah the seer, and besought him, and said unto him, O man of Yahweh, I pray you, let my life and the life of these fifty, your servants, be precious in your sight. of the evening sacrifice 
that Elijah the seer came near and said, Yahweh, Yahweh Abraham, Isaac, and of Israel, let it be known this day that you are Yahweh in Israel, and that I am your servant, and that I have done all these things as your word. Verse 2. Thus speaketh Yahweh of hope. 
saying, this people say, the time is not come. The time that the Yahweh's temple should be built. Verse 3. Then came the word of the Yahweh by Haggai the sixth, saying, verse number 12. Then Zerubbabel, the son of Shephtiel, and Joshua, the son of Josedeth, the high priest, with all the remnant of the people, obeyed the voice of the Yahweh, their Yahweh, and the words of Haggai the sixth, as the Yahweh, their Yahweh, had sent him, and the people did fear before the Yahweh. Verse 13. Then spake Haggai the sixth, the Yahweh's messenger and Yahweh's message unto the people. Who is who is Haggai then?
do some work. Read verse 13 and 14 again. Listen to this. The book of Haggai, the sixth, chapter 1, verse 13, verse 14, verse 13, read. Then spake Haggai, the Yahweh's messenger, and the Yahweh's message unto, his, unto the people, saying, I am with you, said the Yahweh. Verse 14. And the Yahweh stirred up the spirit.
and and start a fan something. See it on job just we got to look out there and see exactly who's ready to go. Thirty seven, fifteen to twenty two percent this. Here you go. See the mission is right here. The mission. Ezekiel thirty seven, fifteen on verse twenty two. The book of Ezekiel chapter thirty seven, verse fifteen down to verse number thirty twenty two. The book of Ezekiel. Chapter 37, verse 15, read. The word of the Yahweh came again unto me, saying, verse 16, Moreover, you son of man, take you one stick and write upon it. For Yahweh Judah, the southern king, and for the children of Israel, his companions. Then take another stick and write upon it. For Joseph, the stick of Ephraim, the ten northern tribes of Israel. And for all the family of Israel, the ten northern tribes, his companions. Verse 17. And join them one to another into one stick, and they shall become one in your hand. Verse 18. And when the children of your people should speak unto you, saying, Will you not show us what you mean it by thee. Verse 16. Say unto them, Thus says the Yahweh, Yahweh, behold, I will take the stick of Joseph, which is in the hand of Ephraim, and the ten northern tribes of Israel, his fellows, and will put them with him, even with the stick of Yadah Judah, the southern king and make them one stick, and they shall be one in my hand. Verse 20. And the stick whereon you write it shall be in your hand before their eyes. Verse 21. And say to them, Thus says the Yahweh, Yahweh, behold, I will take the children of Israel from among the seventeen nations. Whether they be gone, and will gather them on every side, and bring them into their own land. Verse 22. And I will make them one nation in the land, upon the mountains of Israel, and one king shall be king to them all. And they shall be no more two nations, neither shall they be divided into two kingdoms. Anymore at all. Mm-hmm. I, I got a precept on that, you know, man. Because if they're going to bring you back to your land, you got to know where your land is. See, you got to know where your land is. Where do you, you think your land is? Arkansas or, or Paris? Where do you think your land is? Go to 10 verse 7 and second book of Ezra. 10 verse 7. See, you got to know your land. So I, it'd be a disjust if I don't be clearly showing you about your land. This is what your goal is supposed to be about. And back in Ezra 10, verse 7, then give me Galatians 4, 26, and that's it for me. You got to know your land, see, Royal. If we're going to bring you back to your land, you got to know where your land is at. Your land ain't, ain't back down in uh, uh, Birmingham, Arkansas, somewhere. Your land is 10, verse 7, 2nd Ezra. What is that, your land? Going to the book of Second Ezra, chapter 10, 
Okay, 11. But when they shall lead you and deliver you up, take no thought beforehand. What you shall speak, neither do you prepare, I mean, neither do you meditate. But whatsoever shall be given you in that hour that speak you, for it is not you that speak, but the righteous spirit. And that's what we move off of at Voice of the True Israelites. That the ministry righteous spirit should teach you in that very same hour what you are to say. And that's what we want to make sure we get a good foundation and understanding of what this thing is about when B-O-T-T-Y coming. Be some Luke chapter 12, verse 12, because that's our mouth. We believe in trust in the ministry of that, uh, that, that understanding, right? Now, in that same hour. Now, Sister Sarah mm-hmm. Israel, I want you to uh, read something for me and give me First Peter, Sister Sarah, chapter 4, verse number 10 and 11. Going to the book of First Peter, reading chapter four, verse ten and verse eleven. Book of First Peter, chapter four, reading verse ten and verse eleven. Verse ten reads: As every man shall receive the gift, even so minister, same one to another, as the steward. Of the manifold, grace of Yahweh. Verse 11. If any man speak, let him speak as the oracles of Yahweh. If any man minister, let him do it as the ability which Yahweh gives. Yahweh in all things may be glorified through Yahweh the Son. Hallelujah. For whom be praise and dominion forever and ever. Hallelujah. So when we speak, we got to make sure that we speak according to this word of Yahweh. That's how we speak. So when uh, the minister right to speak to you what to say in that very same hour, we want to make sure that uh, we're going to speak according to this word of Yahweh. But you also got to have you some other DF Israel. What he say in the book of uh I want Timothy. I want out of Timothy. It's something that was said in the book of Timothy. It says Timothy chapter. It says First Timothy. It says chapter two, verse number fifteen. Let me let me lay my eyes on that mother. Make sure that's exactly what I need there. Second Timothy. Yeah, let's make that uh Second Timothy, chapter two, verse fifteen. Second Timothy, 
chapter 2, verse 15. Let me see. Chapter 2, 15. 2 Timothy, chapter 2, verse 15. Study to show yourself approved unto Yahweh, a workman that needeth not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. Isaiah 
Isaiah chapter 28, verses 9 and 10 and 13. Verse 9. Whom, whom shall he teach knowledge? And whom shall he make to understand doctrine? Them that are weaned from the milk and drawn from the breast. Verse 10. For a precept must be up, be up on precept. Precept upon precept, line upon line, line upon line. Here a little and there a little. Verse 13. But the words of Yahweh was unto them precept upon precept. Precept upon precept, line upon line, line upon line. Here a little and there a little, that they might go and fall backwards and be broken and snared and taken. So if you want to really divide the word of truth, you must got some precepts on the line, and they got to be precepts upon precepts. you got to have a line upon line. they got to be a little bit over here. You get your precept, then you get your precept over there. And, and if you're not precept your Bible, you know it's a false way. So that's how you write it, divide the word of truth. You got to get a little bit of here, the precept from over here, then go over there and find a precept that can back it up to give you a clear understanding about what you have to All right? Mm-hmm. So now we know that. Now, but what he said in the book of Romans, chapter 15, verse number 4, to Sarah Israel, and then Mother G.F. Israel, had me that first chronicle. 1 
delivered unto him the book of the seal Isaiah. And when he had opened the book, he found the place where it was written. Um, 18. The spirit of Yahweh is upon me because he has anointed me to preach the word, the gospel, to the poor. He has sent me to heal the broken-minded, to preach deliverance to the captive, and recovering of the sight to the blind, to set at liberty them that are bound a bruise. Nineteen, to preach the acceptable years of Yahweh. In verse twenty, and he closed the book, and he gave it again to the minister, and sat down. And the eyes of all them that were in the temple were fasting on him. Now, we know that Yahweh the Son just got done doing something very profound in, in, in the people's eyes. In that time, even today, because a lot of people read over this, and they don't even realize that in the book of Luke chapter 4, verse 15, that, that Yahweh the Son, he came in the temple, and he started doing some teaching. That's what Yahweh the Son came in to do. He came in on, came down on the temple to do some teaching, but it wasn't just that he came in on the temple on any old day. This was the day that he came in on the temple, as his custom was to do it in, to come do some teaching on the Sabbath day. When he came in to do some teaching on the Sabbath day, what he did was he read from the book. He opened up the book, he read from the book, and he closed the book, and he gave them back the book. So Yahweh came, Yahweh the son came, he said, hey, listen here, I'm going to come, and I'm going to uh, do some teaching, according to, uh, 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 and, and we got done reading that book of Jack, uh, 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 Rock chapter 51, verse 23, he came to the temple and learned. And when he came to the temple and learned, he came there to do some teaching. But not only that, Sister Sarah Israel, what did he say uh, in the book of, matter of fact, Mother Dear Israel, give me that Psalm 73, verse 17. Psalm 73, <clears throat> Psalm 73, <clears throat> Psalm 73, 17 is what you said, huh? Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Psalm, Psalm 73, 17, until I went into the temple of Yahweh, then understood I therein. Now, now, you tell me you're bigger than a king. Now, on the Sabbath day, you're supposed to be in the temple, he said. He said, until he went into the temple of Yahweh, and Yahweh the son said, hey, I'm at this temple on the Sabbath day, and I'm going to uh, uh, get some things in order, and I'm going uh, to let it be known that uh, 
I'm going to do some good old teaching and reading out this book. And that's my custom. So Yahweh the Son say, hey, listen up. I'm coming to do some teaching, do some precepts upon precepts, the line upon line, and I'm going to do some good old teaching. David said, I went into that temple and learned. Then I understood the people in. That's when I got some good old understanding, but he didn't get no understanding until he went inside of the temple. Let's go to the book of Isaiah, chapter 34, verse 16, Christmas Bell. Yeah, make that 16. The book of Isaiah, chapter 34, verse number 16. And let's see what happened when you, uh, like Yaqua the son, was reading out the book. Let's see what happened with, what the word had to say about that book. Going to the book of Isaiah, chapter 34, verse 16, read. Seek you out of the book of the Yahuwah and read. Seek you out of the who? Book of the Yahuwah and read. So that's what we come to do, to make sure we, you seek, we seek you out of this book of some Yahuwah to make sure you do some good old read. Is that all we got out there? No one of these shall fail. Mm-hmm. None shall want her mate. From my mouth it have commanded, and his spirit have gathered them. So he said that uh, this is a commandment that you seek out of the book of Yahweh, and you make sure you do some good old read. And when you do that, uh, uh, Sister Sarah, give me Revelation chapter 1, verse number 3. Going to the book of Revelation chapter 1, verse 3, read. Blessed is he that reads, and they that hear the words of the prophecy, and keep those things which are written therein, for the time is at hand. Well, he says, but, but in the beginning, he said, blessed is what? Blessed is he that reads. Did you bless if you do some good old read from out of this book? He said, you bless if you do some uh, 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 good old read, and what else you bless if you do? Hear the words of the prophecy. And you got to keep them. Hear the words. You got to hear the words and you got to keep them. Of the things that I was reading, what? In the book. In the book. That's now you're looking for a blessing. That's how you say you get a blessing. Let's go to the book of Galatians, Mother D.F. Israel. The book of Galatians. Let's pick it up in chapter 1. Galatians chapter 1, and read down from 6 down to verse number 9. Galatians chapter 1, verse 6 through 9. 6 to 9. Hallelujah. Galatians chapter 1. Verse 6 through 9. Okay, here I go. Um, I marvel that you are so soon removed from him that called you into the mercy of Yahweh's son. Unto, wait a minute. Unto the mercy of Yahweh's son. Unto another gospel, another covenant. Yeah, to another, another. Yeah, call you to another covenant. 
Come to the book of Second Corinthians, chapter 11, verse 4 reads, For if he that comes preach another... So if he comes try to teach you another what? For he that comes teach another, Yahweh the Son, whom we have not teach. Or if you receive another spirit, which you have not received, or another gospel, Mm-hmm. You have not accepted. You you might well bear with him. So you say you try to come and you try to uh 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 somebody try to come and teach you something else. You say you ain't uh you might well bear with him. I mean you have to take that down. Yeah. I mean you are you hey, you got to change you got to take that thing down you got to take that stuff down. Oh, yeah, well. ten verse number four. Same book same chapter. I mean go to chapter ten verse number four. Going to the book of Second Corinthians, chapter ten, verse four reads: For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal. This ain't not carnal. But mighty through Yahweh. Uh huh. So what do you say you got to do to that thing? So the pulling down a stronghold. You say you got to pull down that stronghold. That's what he's talking about. He said pull down that stronghold if you, you can't bear that thing. He say get rid of that thing. He trying to come and teach you something that. Outside of uh, Yahweh gate to the 12 tribes of Israel. That's what he's trying to tell you. He said, hey, get rid of that stronghold. That stronghold will keep you from uh, getting underneath this covenant with me. That's right. So we want to make sure we got this thing down pat. So if anybody try to come and teach you anything outside of the cuss says Yahweh, we know that's a curse thing. Yeah. They ain't got nothing to do with us. So we're going to look at you. We're going to go in there, write in that book and show you what he had to say in that guy like, uh, 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 uh chapter 1, verse Six down to verse number nine. That's right. That's what we go do. Uh, now, let's go find out some things that Yahweh's son said to us in the book of Deuteronomy, sister Sarah Israel. But we are. Let's go to chapter seven, pick it up at verse six down to ten and verse number uh, twelve. Let's go to Deuteronomy chapter seven. Just remember, we gotta we gotta remember this covenant. Mother, Mother G.F. Israel. Go to the book of Numbers, chapter 23. 
See, we want to make sure that you come strongly with this thing. Matter of fact, see, I got this popping out of the side of my head right now. I, I need, I need, uh, just give me numbers right now. Number okay. 23. And, uh, pick, give me verse number, uh, pick it up at verse number 19 for me. You said you said Numbers chapter twenty-three. Yeah, pick it up at verse. Start reading at verse number nineteen until we get to our point. Uh, Numbers nineteen. Just yeah, get nineteen down to verse twenty-three. Oh, Numbers nineteen, verse twenty-three. Yahweh, 
Now, Yahweh is son to let us know. He says, in the book of Numbers, chapter 23, verse 19, he says, I'm not a man that I'm going to do no lying to you now. And I'm letting you know that now. I ain't going to do no lying because I ain't, I ain't none of you old blood flesh men. But it's going to tell you something now. I'm blessed children in Israel, and it can't be reversed. But I'm also going to let you know that there is no enchantment against the 12 tribes of Israel when you know who you are, when you know this scripture, when you go back and you look in this book, and then you can go get you some Isaiah chapter 54, verse number 17 to bag it up. But we ain't going to go read that because we know ain't no weapon formed against us go prosper. Now, but, but, but he also let us know in the book of Numbers, chapter 23, verse 23, he said, Ain't no enchantments against the children of Israel. Ain't no divination against us. So now when you're reading your Bible and, and, and you get an understanding about that accursed thing, you got you to gotta put down that stronghold. Because Yahweh said, you, you put yourself in that, in that situation. You got to pull down that stronghold because ain't no enchantment against you. So if somebody come and try to teach you something else, you automatically know, like, hold on, that's it. You ain't been, ain't no enchantment with me. Go about your bitch with all that uh, uh, cursed stuff. But then you got to come back and what we want you to do, and I'm going to read the book of Joshua, chapter 1, verse number 9. I'm going to give me some blessing on in this too now. I got done reading that good old word. He said, bless those who read. So out of this book, remember, it got to be this book. You take Yahweh out of this book. That's how you get the blessing. So I'm going to give you a few shots of me in there too, now, mother. You can't have it all now, mother. You can't hog it all. Nor you, sister Sarah. What did y'all think this is? I want some of them good old blessing too, now. Hallelujah, Now, uh, the book of Joshua, chapter 1, verse number 9. And this is what y'all want us to understand. He said, the book of Joshua, chapter 1, verse number 9, and it says, Have not I commanded you. This is a commandment to you, 12 tribes of Israel. It's for us. Be strong. In a good courage, be not afraid, neither be you dismayed, for the Yahweh, your Yahweh, is with you, whether so wherever you go. So you got to be in some courage and some, some Yahweh, wherever you go, no matter what situation you're in, he says, he said, what he says to the Sarah in the book of Isaiah chapter uh, 26, verse number 3. Why go over here and get a precept? Oh, how they waiting on me? After I get this precept in in the book of uh, Joshua, chapter 23, verse number 6. Because he wants you to be, have some courage. But it's a certain type of courage you got to have. He said you got some good courage. But with that good courage, he tell you, he said in the book of Joshua, chapter 23, Mother D.F. Israel, you listening real good? He said in the yeah. book of Joshua, chapter 23, verse, verse 6. This is what he said. Be you therefore very courageous to keep and to do all that is written in the book of the law of Moses, that you turn not aside therefrom to the right hand or to the left. So the type of courage he wanted to have inside of this book, he said, got to be very courageous in the law that yeah. he's given the most for us to have. That's the type of courageous we got to have going on inside of us. So we can be able to say that curse thing they try to bring upon us. We, they know we can't keep falling for the same old time. Treat now. That's right. Where we at, where we at, Sister Sarah Israel? Where we read? Going to the book of Isaiah, chapter 26, verse 3, read. Mm-hmm. 
chapter 31 verses 5 and 6 and 21 verse 5 and as soon as the commandments came abroad the children of Israel brought in abundance the first fruits of the corn wine oil and honey and all and Huh? And of all, the increase of the field and the tithes of all things brought they in abundance. Verse 6. And concerning the children of Israel and Judah that dwell in the city of Judah, they also brought in the tithes of oxen and sheep and the tithes of righteous things which were consecrated unto Yahweh, their Yahweh, and laid them by heaps. 21. And in every work, and in every work that he began in the service of the temple of Yahweh and in the law and in the commandments to seek his Yahweh. He did it with all his mind and preparation. So Yahweh just sat there and just let you know that he's saw Judah doing uh doing his, his commandments. He just said, Yahweh Judah was in order. Remember, he said, remember he said, I love me some Israel, right? Now, we see Yahweh Judah doing his commandments, right? And what he did was, uh, but when Yahweh Judah was doing his commandments, what he had to say, uh, Sister Sarah Israel and Psalms 87, verse 1 and 2. Let's find out, let's find out, um, let's 
know how many sons it is. Sister Sarah. Go to the last verse off that young line. Psalms chapter 87, verse 1 and verse number 2. Remember, he said his righteous, he said his foundation is in the righteous mouth. Verse 2. The Yahweh loved the gates of Judah more than all the dwellings of Israel. What do you mean when he said all the dwellings of Israel? Well, let's go find out uh, how many sons it was in Israel. Go to Exodus chapter 1. Now let's read out, let's read out a uh, bloodline thing in Exodus chapter 1. Pick it up at verse number. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Unto the book of Exodus, chapter 1, reading verse 1 through 5. Verse 1 reads. Now these are the names of the children of Israel. Mm-hmm. Came into Egypt. Every man in his household came with Israel. That's right. Verse 2. Verse 2. Reuben, Simeon. Reuben, Simeon. Le- Levi. Now, Levi. Levi. Like some Levi jeans we be wearing. That, that name out there. And Judah. Mm-hmm. Verse 3. Chapter 12, verse 9. Hallelujah. Okay. First Kings, chapter 12, verse 9 reads. 
And he said unto them, What counsel give you that we may answer this people who has spoken to me, saying, Make the yoke which thou father be it put upon us lighter. Continue. Now give me first Kings chapter ten. First Kings ten oh. verse number nine. I thought you said twelve. <laughs> first Kings chapter ten verse nine. Please repeat that. Yeah, first Kings chapter ten. First Kings chapter ten, verse number nine. First Kings chapter ten, verse number nine. Yeah, let me get it. Yeah, first Kings chapter ten, verse number nine. Give me a closing statement after that, Mother Dear, if this were. First Kings chapter ten, verse nine. Blessed be Yahweh, your Yahweh, which delighteth in you to sit you on the throne of Israel because Yahweh loveth Israel forever. Therefore, may he, you king, to do judgment and justice. Okay. Now, Yahweh just said to be known that he said, I love, he said, they say, they love, everybody know the other nations, even Queen Sheba knew. Mm-hmm. And he loved some y'all, he loved some Israel forever. Right. After uh, uh, Solomon got done laying his lick down, giving that good old stuff there, some Yahweh right. on the table, he laid that lick down on it, and she realized, like, he loved him from Israel. Right. Close the statement, Mother G.F. Israel, Sister Sarah, now that you know that, we're going to St. John chapter 3, verse 16, and we're going to put this on the page. Um, Psalm, Psalm 76, verse 1. In Yahweh Judah, Israel is Yahweh known. His name is great in Israel. Hallelujah. 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 Okay. And I don't know why I spoke about that. That's, 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 a, that's a polluted name for Yadda Judah. And, okay. And Judah also is his tabernacle, his temple, and that's his right. dwelling place in Judah.
Knowing that he loved the 12 tribes of Israel, let's go to St. John chapter 3, verse 16. St. John chapter 3, verse 16 reads, mm-hmm. Yahweh so loved the world, and he gave his only begotten. Whosoever believed in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. Now, who did Yahweh say he loved? That we can read. Now, see, 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 this is another way you can take the, if you run across, the Christians go use this a lot. And they're going to say, oh, yeah, he so loved the world. But then you got to ask yourself, it's two things you can go about this, ways you can go about this. There's a few ways you can go about this, really. We can go precept our Bible and find out who world he's talking about. So let's go precept our Bible first and let's find out what world he's talking about, Sister Sarah Israel. Because you're going to run across Christians, and I'm telling you, this is one of their strongholds, right? They, they, this is a stronghold. They love inviting everybody else in. Let's go to Isaiah chapter 45, verse number 17. Let's see what world he's talking about. Go to the book of Isaiah, 45, verse 17. Yes, ma'am. Verse 17 reads, But Israel shall be saved in Yahweh, the everlasting salvation. So who go have an everlasting salvation? Israel. And who go, who go, who go save? Ah, oh, see, see, now that's just one part. Now, but that's going somewhere else. A lot of meat on that. He's finding out where our salvation is. He just lets you know that we're going to be saved right here. So they all, everybody always talking about, oh, we saved, we saved, we saved. But this is where it's going to be, got to be saved. You ain't saved. You're not just uh, uh, paying taxes and everything and bills. And you ain't saved from none of that. Still getting hit across your mouth. But what do you say about who? world this is. Pick it up, finish up at verse 17 after salvation. You should not be ashamed nor confounded, world without end. So who have a world without end? Israel. So when you go back and you read in the book of St. John chapter 3, verse 16, because we're coming back there, the few will be a couple of precepts out of there. What do you say in the book? <coughs> Let's go to St. John. Let's go back to the St. John. Chapter 3, verse number 16. And we're going to see what he has to say about that. Because now we know what world he's talking about again, Sister Sarah. What world is without, without him? Israel's world is without him. So now when you read the book of St. John, chapter 3, verse 16, it says, For Yahweh so loved the world. But you ask the question, what world he loved? What world he say you love in this book when you precept your Bible? Uh, he says Israel world. Now finish reading that up. That what? So whoever believes in him should not perish, have everlasting life. But then we just got there reading who he says is going to have a uh, 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 everlasting salvation. Israel is going to have his everlasting salvation, his everlasting life. Oh, the only one got some is everlasting is Israel. But check this out. Now we're going to precept our Bible, and we're going to find out who's the whosoever. And we're going to precept our Bible, and now we're going to go to the book of Joel. Then we're going to go to Acts. Go to the book of Joel. Pick it up in chapter 2. 